Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Difficult Dish, a South Asian podcast about different narratives. I'm Mahua. I'm back again with another solo episode. And this one's going to be interesting because by the time that you listen to this, so we're pre-recording a bunch of episodes in January just because we're both traveling. But if you're listening or watching to this, the time that you are, I'm in Bangladesh right now, okay? And that is such a big deal. Like, I don't know if you guys understand how big this is for me because the last time I went to Bangladesh was literally 20 years ago like right now I'm 25 the last time I went to Bangladesh was in first grade when I was like what five years old so this is such a big deal for me and I'm like so excited to be here right now if that's when you're watching so obviously if you guys follow me on my Instagram TikTok you, you know that I'm here right now hopefully um and I'm going to go with my mom. I'm going with my brother. My brother's actually coming last minute. Like, he was not supposed to come. But since we are going after such a long time, he was just like, when am I going to have another chance like this again, right? So he, he booked his ticket, like, very last minute. I booked my mom's ticket. I was supposed to come to Bangladesh. So, like, the Bangladesh plan was planned way ahead in advance. Like, we planned this last year. So I actually am here with the team at Alter Youth. And if you guys don't know what Alter Youth is, it's basically this organization that provides all these scholarships for students in Bangladesh. And they graciously asked me out of nowhere last year to be one of the ambassadors, basically, to just like, you know, show this to my audience and just tell people about this scholarship system. And now we have like over 300 kids that are being sponsored in Bangladesh, almost 400, I believe. And so that's the reason that I'm going to Bangladesh is basically to see all of these kids that are being sponsored and I'm going to a village in Bangladesh. I've never been to, my mom actually has never been to either. And the village's name is called Titulia and that is going to be one of the first ever non-dropout or like dropout free generations in Bangladesh because a lot of these kids, you know, grow up to become uh like child laborers they get married off early they have to provide for their family so they don't have like a normal life in elementary school so it's so crazy that like through me so many of you guys are able to just provide a better life for these kids so basically the itinerary is to land in Taka, which is like the main city in Bangladesh, and stay there for maybe three or four days with family and then um go to Tetulia via plane and then take like a a long Uh, car ride as well because it's very deep in and see these kids for like three days and then come back to Dhaka and um it's very like nerve-wracking just because again like I haven't gone in so long this is the first trip that I'm not planning anything for because like you know my it's my mom's country like she knows best hopefully and I have like no itinerary I don't really know exactly what to pack um my mom's also very nervous just because things are so modern now like i just learned recently that they have uber there right like i did not know any of this because when i went there 20 years ago they did not have these subway rails they did not have uber so it's gonna be a very big culture shock but but i'm still like so excited just because like i've been craving my homeland okay like no one gets this unless like they had a home country that they um go back to like every few years or whatever but they were born in america it's like you're in this like in-between state where you have your home country that you love that maybe you grew up not loving as much but then you live in america you just want to go back once in a while to just like connect to your roots you know and i've been begging to go back for years since i think early college or high school but we really had no reason to go back besides just like you know some of the family that lives there 
we weren't financially like ready to take a whole trip there with the whole family so i'm really happy to be doing this right now but um this episode right this little solo episode we're gonna think about what to call like the solo series with us okay let us know if you guys are also liking this solo series but in this solo episode i wanted to talk about first of all the visa process of getting my passport for bangladesh just because it's something that i've never seen before and second the haggling and the buying souvenirs process for bangladesh right when you go back to your home country there are some, there are some like checks and balances that you have to go through that i wasn't accustomed to right so it is definitely an experience so if you haven't experienced it yet welcome you're gonna get a very in-depth um review of like what it's actually like from someone that just went through it and if you guys have experienced it then you know exactly what i'm talking about okay so the first thing let's talk about the bangladesh embassy in long island city queens in new york and talking about the passport right so at the end of december me my mom actually my whole family we went to go get our passports done for bangladesh right for bangladesh you have to get like a specific visa to uh fly there you can obviously get it like in the country in bangladesh but we wanted to get it beforehand just so we don't have like too many things to worry about so me my brother and my mom we went inside my dad was like outside and this is just in like long island city queens right there are so many bangladeshi people in this small little building you would think that this is bangladesh right in front of you right but this is just queens in new york and it was such an experience right so we walked in and obviously there's like security whatever they go through a bag but barely and we sit down it feels like it's like a like a political agenda i made a tiktok a video about this very short like very briefly but i want to talk about it a little bit more just because this is such a, a thing that i feel like people don't really know of right so we all sat down in the these seats we had to like fill out forms and stuff basically like all of our information our passport information blah 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 the seats were just like fold foldable chairs right and they were not arranged neatly at all it was just like all on top of each other it was like all pushed in a corner basically you have to step over one another to get to a seat and we were just like filling out the forms and then um it's so funny because everywhere that you look there is like sheikh bujibar which is like the um the father of the nation his daughter shikasina on the wall and it would it would it seems like people are holding like political parties there right like it seems like people are voting there because it's so nationalistic yeah there's a tv that's like celebrating the independence day and it's just like a standstill commercial looking thing or maybe just like a picture and then even on the form that we were filling out you know how you have to fill out your name you have to fill out your birthday you have to fill out whatever on the date section where you fill out your birthday the example on how to write your birthday was literally the independence day for bangladesh and that just showed me just like how bangali this place was right and we had to put our name down for the ticket to like you know go up to the front desk to give out all our forms because there were so many people there but there was such a long wait and we filled out all these forms honestly it was on us for not getting the ticket right when we walked in because we didn't even realize that was a thing we walked in we were filling out the forms right away so we could have like been waiting for the ticket to be called while filling out the forms but we didn't do that so that was on us but we were waiting hours for the ticket right and when we got to the desk to give them our forms we thought that was it right the person that was 
like looking at our forms literally did not care he was like oh you're missing all these things and it was things that like we did not have it was like a birth certificate it was like um like forms that you had to print online we obviously had no access to that and my mom was like what the hell like we came all this way and now this is basically like an l because we can't fill this out right now and he was like yeah you got to get all these things and we're like what the heck and then i told her to ask someone else because there's no way that you have to do all that because i've had friends that also went and they never told me to do any of that and the other bangli person at the desk was like oh that was just like a um not a mandatory thing you can if you have like an old passport or if you have something else that you can prove show as proof like you're good and i was like bro like if that person had just told us that we would have been fine but it made it but the first guy made it seem like we were missing everything and that we weren't good like some of these people sometimes like they're so busy i get it but then they just want to be like dicks you know like they just don't want to tell you how to make your life easier to also make their life easier like they just don't want to give you like they don't want to give you the time of day you know which is so annoying oh yeah so also in the back of this room right there's like a little prayer section for the muslims that want to pray and they want like their own privacy and their space but literally since this place is so like unorganized and so packed and like gross basically people are just chilling in the back like they're not even praying they're just like there to sit in an unknown area you know and i was like honestly that's kind of smart because i should have done that too it was just so packed and you are bound to see someone that you know because this place is literally little bangladesh and i've just never seen anything like it right and then there's another section where you have to walk out of the building and it's right next door to like get your photos taken for the passport or like you know put in your money order to pay for the whole thing and i was like this is such a small room but there are so many overstimulating things that make you feel too much right like there's a long ass line of people trying to get ahead of you some of them smell some of them are trying to talk to you because they're you know a lot of bangli people know one another or they're just trying to fill in like the dead silence by having small talk what village are you from where are you from what college did you go to whatever and then there's like all these signs in the wall that have no relevance at all and it's just like such a cramped place it's literally like the equivalent of like chinatown times square in new york and it was just a little bit uncomfortable thankfully i was wearing well actually maybe not thankfully because that made me more of a target like i was wearing modest clothing you know so i didn't get too many stares but i was wearing like my joy bangla tote bag and i was wearing like a very um my queen of hearts uh like hoodie that was very like south asian so that did make a few people look at me and also when i was talking to my brother just like normal conversation nothing of importance the people would turn their necks so quick and stare at you for so long it just makes you feel uncomfortable so it's like do you stare at them back or do you just move on with your conversation as if nothing happened because i feel like at this point being there it just gave me a taste of what bangladesh is like because i know that people can't mind their business because my mom is the same way and people are just like all up in your space yeah it was definitely an experience you know i highly recommend avoiding that if you can but obviously if you are trying to get a visa you have to go there but i would recommend maybe like bringing a book or like a game or something to play with or having headphones just so you can like be in your own world because that was definitely something i was not prepared for right so right after this whole process oh by, by the way once we put our ticket in and we got our forms approved 
we had to wait like three or four hours to get our actual passports back so we had to come back later in the day to pick that up which is fine whatever so since we had that time in between my mom and i we took the train we went to chinatown obviously to get some souvenirs so originally when she told me that we needed to get souvenirs for bangladesh i thought that she meant like jewelry i'm not really sure why like a jewelry store things like that but we got there and she was like no this is not what i meant i meant like new new york city souvenirs like trinkets like little things like that right and i was like oh okay that is very like specific so then we got back on the train we got to chinatown and chinatown i don't know if you guys have been there recently but even me being a native new yorker i was kind of shocked by this but like a lot of the stores in chinatown now are just owned by bangladeshi people like there's a whole chain of stores that are just owned by primarily bangali people or indian people but mostly bangali it's not chinese people owning these stores anymore and that's why my mom was like so shocked because she was so used to like the early 2000s buying things from there and it was just like owned by chinese people obviously there are chinese stores there and chinese people own those stores but there's like a whole strip that is just owned by brown people which is crazy and they're just like all again very overstimulating they're just like all outside trying to get you to come into their store it feels like little bangladesh again and people are trying to sell you this another person is trying to sell you like a knockoff gucci purse another person is trying to sell you like a curse word shirt you know and it's also raining at this point right so it's just like so much and so we were basically just like going through store to store trying to figure out what we wanted i also didn't really understand what exactly she wanted to get because she wanted to get like new york keychains and you know like souvenirs and things like that but then she also wanted to buy like perfume and perfumes and like watches and whatever and i was just like a little bit like confused because for me when i think of gifts it's it is like jewelry it is like perfumes and things like that but it's not really like watches you know so in the beginning we we bought like keychains we bought like you know whatever the deal was buy 10 keychains for 10 dollars, whatever it was right and then this is when the real life stuff happened right we went into one store and my mom was looking for cologne and perfumes for family back at home we also don't really have much family back at home like on my mom's side so i was confused on why she was buying this much stuff and then i come to realize that it's like the distant 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 family members someone that she met maybe years ago but she wants to like save face and like give them gifts i get it when you are an american and you're going back to bangladesh it's expected that you bring gifts for the people there but it's also like in my head if i don't know someone that well i'm not gonna get you a gift right but it's like kind of like a okay i'm back after 20 years here's a gift from america the land of the great you know even though i feel like a lot of people back in bangladesh are a lot richer than the people here but anyway so we went in for perfumes right little did i know that when my mom said perfumes and colognes you know maybe one or two a few did i ever think that it was going to end up being 10 no i never thought that right lord be lord and behold the guy that was you know trying to get us in was bangli so he was pitching us all these beautiful luxury perfumes and you know they are they're not like cheap but they're also not that expensive like they're cheaper in comparison to like buying them at real luxury stores but if you're buying 10 obviously the price is going to rack up right so you would think that a luxury perfume is like what at least 40 to 70 dollars like in that range tell me how my mom was able to haggle that down so much to the point where it seemed like 
the people owning the store had no profit like there's no and it's just so it's an art form right it really is because i feel embarrassed as the daughter because i'm like how is it possible for you know for example to bring something down from 500 dollars to like 100 dollars because like it's just embarrassing because it's like bro just like give the full amount because i'm not the type of person to haggle i don't know how to and i feel like it's disrespecting the business owner because i have a business you know i don't like when people try to do things like that with me so i try to give back that same respect especially if it's a small business owner but also at the end of the day i know these business owners expect hagglers to come and they know that they have to bring down the price and sometimes they overshoot it because they know it's like a tourist they're gonna pay more money than usual so when my mom like brought down the price so much and also so gracefully it like made me shocked and then she had the audacity to tell me that like what she did wasn't even like that crazy because she knows people that can bring it down even more or less or even more without even batting an eye without even stuttering that is an art form that is a talent okay so she bought all these perfumes it had to have racked up to like over 200 dollars at least right and then she bought like a bunch of t-shirts whatever and like all this and that she was also trying to find watches so we were walking through all these stores to t- to find like some watches finally we found the store to get a bunch of like women's watches and also men's watches i don't know why watches are like a big thing to bring back to bangladesh um just because they have watches <laughs> like they have things there you know like they can probably buy it there a lot cheaper so i don't know why you have to go to chinatown to get like not the best quality to bring it back i don't know but anyway we finally found a store that was selling watches obviously another bangladeshi store and we i think we had like seven watches that we were about to buy right so we found like a few women's watches a few men's watches we got like a pretty good price because we had seven you know the more you buy obviously the more of a discount you get and then my mom was looking through her bag trying to find like the right amount of cash to pay for this stuff and she didn't have enough because she thought she had more or maybe she couldn't find it in her bag whatever so then she tried taking out a few of the watches so that she could pay with like the amount that she had for maybe like five of the seven right But then the guy there, you know, the one that was like selling to us was like, oh, no, this discounted price is only if you buy all seven, like you can't get the whole discount if it's just like a few of the seven. Right. Which I get. Like, obviously, you could get 20 percent off and they'd get more of a profit in comparison, like 20 percent off on on seven things instead of 20 percent off on like four things. Right. Like it makes sense. And then there was like a back and forth thing and then my mom like was about to leave and I thought it was for show to make it seem like they would come after her. But then we actually left and I was like, bro, what was the point of that? Because that just wasted all this time for them, for me, for you. And it's like you could have just bought it. But I get like I guess like you're saving a buck. But also, I don't know. It just all seems like such a big act, you know. And for me, like time is precious, right? Time is money. And it's like if you're spending two hours haggling when you could have just like bought it full price or not full price, but like a good, good price, that's fine for me. You know, at least I'm saving the two hours. But anyway, this whole time she was also on the phone with my aunt trying to figure out like who to buy gifts for, for what to buy for them. And then we come back and then she was like, oh, we also have to buy like soaps and shampoos and conditioners and i was like oh for us like we already have some travel size ones and she was like no for them and i was like what kind of gift is that you have to buy them soap and and like 
this and like shower stuff and i just like don't understand the gifting culture in bangladesh just because like they can get that themselves right like what is a better gift that they can potentially get from america that they might not get there but they also have everything in bangladesh in south asia for the most part right like my best friend sent me a video the other day of the train system in bangladesh right now because now they have like railroad like subways and basically like things like that and it's a lot better than new york like let me tell you they have a lot more safety the doors open but it it's kind of like the london system if you've been there like there's more security where you can't jump on the tracks you can't fall on the tracks there's more cleansiness it seems like and i was like they seem 10 miles ahead of like america or like new york like they're good you know things have changed but yeah anyway that is my visa and haggling story please let me know if your parents or your family members are also like this because it's a whole different breed it feels like right no hate to to my parents you know no hate to them because i get it. it's a whole different culture but it's just something that i'm not used to you know and i'm very excited to go to bangladesh to just see the landscape to see the villages to just see how life is there i haven't gone on vacation in a very long time this isn't even really a vacation it's just more of a like a necessity at this point because 20 years of not going back to your home country is a big deal so i'm very excited to just see how life goes there if life is slower there how i come back if i feel inspired if i'm just like more culturally connected i'm just like very excited to see the the difference in how i feel you know and also i'm going during a time which is like the book fair the book fair is um it's gonna take up the whole month of february so that's what we booked it for february and i'm just like you know i've seen videos and i've seen pictures for so many years and i'm just excited to like finally be there in real life um what else is there so i finally have my visa on my passport i'm ready to go i'm finally a u.s citizen that can finally attend bangladesh in the right way i guess and we are taking so many checking bags full of these gifts my mom has been telling me for the past two months oh like you know the date is getting closer make sure to pack and it's like there's no reason to pack two months early okay it's so funny because every time i talk every single day i talk to her it's the same thing right make sure you, sh- you shop for bangladesh make sure you've packed everything and i'm like bro it's 2023 still <laughs> like you know and um but i also got that kind i also got that preparation from her because a month earlier than when i'm supposed to go i already got like my travel gear and things like that just because i'm a very overprepared type of person so the thing that i already got was like my mini deodorant my you know toothpaste toothbrush things like that and i'm just now getting like the pillow the neck pillow for the plane just because my neck pain goes crazy when i sleep normally so god knows how it's gonna be on a 19-hour flight and then i'm getting the adapters for bangladesh the international adapters just because i forgot that you have to have like a different plug for anything when you travel outside of the country right um but i think that's it for me oh also also like traveling um like packing cubes right for your luggage and things like that i feel like gifts alone cost thousands of dollars like i feel like it's a lot more than just the ticket alone you would think that an international ticket would cost a lot of money which it does but the gifts and the luggages and everything alone 
costs so much more because i've been using my same luggage from like the 90s well my parents basically immigrated here in probably like i still have the luggage and like the the carry-on and the checking luggages the where the wheels don't turn 360 like you guys know what i mean right if you guys have been using luggages for a while you know that it's like a new thing ish maybe not new maybe i'm just like way behind maybe i'm still in like the 1900s where the wheels on the bottom turn 360 so then when you're walking down the aisles on the plane you can put it in front of you and push it so that you're not a nuisance to everyone behind you right i still have the luggage that does not turn so i have to pull my luggage from behind me so that it takes up all the space or i have to hold it like like pick it up and carry it and that's so much work and it's so heavy sometimes but anyway my mom and my dad they bought all these new luggages to bring to bangladesh and the wheels don't rotate i'm pretty sure so i'm like why did you spend all this money on these on these um luggages that are going to be a nuisance to everyone, you know? So they should have just left that to me, but it's fine. At least I have a little hands-off with being the oldest daughter and I can hopefully relax. It's so weird to not have an itinerary and like not know exactly what I'm doing. I already told my parents that I want to actually sightsee and do things in Bangladesh instead of just staying at home or just going to the mall. Obviously, those things are fun too, but if I'm going there after 20 years, I want to go to the museum I want to learn about history and see like the architectural like sites and things like that so you know that hopefully works out but yeah anyway that is the end to this episode please let us know how you've been liking this little like solo mini series it's fun to just like talk about our own experiences separately and just like dive in deep you know just because i have so many stories and machine has so many stories that we want to talk about we just don't have the time to do it on like a full episode together you know so this is always so much fun for me but as always make sure to like and subscribe if you guys are watching on youtube we have been loving just like recording like video episodes but if you guys are listening on spotify apple wherever you're listening make sure to give us a rating it really helps us so much especially like pushing us into the algorithm of you know podcasts um, make sure to also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you are um, listening to us on that just because we love reading your DMs, your reviews, any comments that you put like we see all of it and it helps us so much especially on like those bad days where we feel like we're not doing enough you know make sure to follow us on our Instagram at difficultish our TikTok at difficultish podcast my podcast but at difficultish podcast my Instagram at labyrinthav, machines at machunemunir. But that is it for now. Make sure to follow me on all those things because the Bangladesh content is going to go crazy. I'm just excited to be at home. Okay. All right. I love you guys so much and I'll see you next week when I'm back. Bye guys. <laughs>